Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. We're going to explain to you how that kind of works because you have a controller that has these three little appendages that stick out from it. And normally when you're playing, you want to use the joystick, which is in the smack dab middle of the controller. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense unless you were born in the 90s and you happen to have three arms and or can play video games with your two hands and your penis at the same time. But more often than not, you're going to be using that middle joystick. So the left side of the controller is kind of just... Okay. All right, dude. I'm ready when you are. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. What the fuck? I'm a burp. God damn it. Did you like that? No. I did it to start off the show. That was horrible. I hope you're recording. I am, unfortunately. All our wonderful listeners can hear the glorious burp. Unwelcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Burp Spurts McGee, y'all. God damn it. Actually, my name's Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) I'm glad you chose to join us this evening, daytime, whenever you might be tuning in. We're glad that you are, and welcome. We're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff today. We're going to be talking about a lot of cancer, a lot of death, some Bernie stuff, guns. And by Bernie stuff, we mean things that are burning, not things Bur- that have to do with Bernard Sanders. <laughs> Bernard Sanders. That's the first time I've ever heard him called that. Well, I didn't want people to be confused with the the use of the the loose use of the word Bernie. Bernie, yeah, Bernie, as in like things on like fire, planes. yeah, destruction, um, raising, uh, uh, hell, <laughs> all the all that shit. Uh, we're gonna be talking about it. So thanks for tuning in, y'all. First up. We're going to be talking about Alex Jones. Not really. <laughs> not really talking about Alex Jones. We're just going to talk about the one instance in which this guy was fucking right. We're going to be talking about people putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking fish gay. <laughs> I can't even I can't even make my voice sound as nasty as you. you I, can, you have, I can't even yeah. All you have to do is you got to smoke three packs of cigarettes and start... Screaming until your face turns uh, red. Burning in hell. Hey, anybody that is not familiar with Alex Jones, look that shit up. That guy is an entertainer at heart. It's true. Uh, I mean, he is quite seriously, if he had had a slightly different turn of events in his young life, He'd probably be running the Tonight Show, you know, <laughs> just slightly, slightly different. You know, like That's maybe it's like his parents didn't beat him all the time or something like that. Maybe they beat him too much. You know, he could be. Maybe they, maybe they were too kind to him. Maybe they coddled him. <laughs> you know, I, you never really know. I don't think I don't think you get an Alex Jones by too much coddling. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wow. wrong. Maybe but like I'd, he masturbated in an unusual way for for an extended period of time until somebody in like the middle school locker room was like, "No, man, you can't you can't masturbate by slamming your dick into a mailbox." <laughs> You're doing it wrong, man. And he resented every decision that led him to that moment ever since. I guess he had like a curved 
like a fucking dick that curved at a right like angle. A boomerang dick. Mailbox. <laughs> Turn the fish game. <sighs> Which is what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about Malaysia. Who's Malaysia? Malaysia. Malaysia. Uh, we're talking about endocrine disruptors, uh, which is what a new variety of pollutants are being called. They're infesting Malaysian rivers, and they're turning the fish gay. <laughs> kind of. Uh, they change their hormones, which in turn affect their sex. Really? So I, I think that there is a lot of information that's left out of the story, mainly because it would go right over the heads of the people that would be reading it. <laughs> Including ourselves. Oh, absolutely, 100%, including ourselves, considering that most of the time I skim over articles before <laughs> pontificating about them. <laughs> Based on the three sentences I read, this is what this article means. It's about the pollutants and the gay fish. <laughs> In all seriousness, it totally is. Uh, but the gay fish are causing a lot of issues, uh, you know, not, not necessarily because they're gay. It's totally fine if they're gay. Well, you know? I mean... From I guess I guess I, from I'm about traditional fish families. I I, I would assume that from a moral standpoint, it's fine that they're gay. But from a let's say your life is dependent on harvesting fish, if the fish are gay, then they're not reproducing, and if right. they're not reproducing, then there's less fish. Isn't that like one of the primary reasons why a lot of like conservative assholes are like you can't be gay because eventually the human species is going to die out? I <laughs> I think that may be an argument that was made during the 80s and 90s, and then we grew the fuck up and realized I've heard it in my lifetime. that it doesn't matter. I've heard it in, my lifetime. in your lifetime, early 90s, and uh, I heard I've heard that shit. But well, you would think. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know why, from a human standpoint, you would care. It's less it's less humans you have to compete with. There's already too many humans on the planet. Not in a literal yeah. sense. Not in the sense that we need to like eradicate humans. I'm not. I'm not advocating for human eradication based on overpopulation. I think I, I, that's not really what I'm saying. But I, I think the idea that we need more humans is false. So if anything, we should celebrate human gays. But like, keep on doing that. Yeah, you got it. It's it's not like you have to worry about like okay, so one couple can produce like umpteen children. So yeah. big fucking whoop! Like they're taking all of those kids that the gay person possibly would have potentially produced if they had not been gay. My <laughs> my grandmother was one of thirteen children. Mm. So yeah, her parents were a little selfish. You know, that's just how seriously. <laughs> No joke. Uh, no joke. Uh, well, at least uh, somebody wasn't coming around and trying to like harvest their family. That would have been a little fucked up. We'll get to a story like that later. Uh, well, will we? Kind. Of. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Florida man. Uh, okay. Really. I, I mean, he was. He was kind of. He, he was treating human beings as material things. I don't know. Whatever. We'll get to it. Uh, so, so these chemicals. Yeah. Where are these chemicals coming from, Tim? Why are these fish becoming gay? Well, they're pollutants, uh, which are coming from uh, pharmaceutical and cosmetic companies. 
Uh, and everybody knows the pharmaceutical companies have uh, a lot going for them, but they're also a fairly easy target when it comes to a variety of subjects. Uh, one that we recently have spoken on uh, is their, um, you know, their involvement in opioid epidemics and um, a, a lot of the shady shit that goes on with uh, our lawmaking practices. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, they they have their hands in all kinds of mess, and now they're also uh, as a byproduct of producing many mes- medicines that we require uh, in, in order to have a higher quality of life in developed countries. Uh, these byproducts are, are making fish gay and ultimately causing cancer in the people that are consuming those fish. Yikes. Uh, and then we have the cosmetic companies, which ah, Jimmy and I were kind of talking about prior. You know, we get it. You want to look good. You, you want to alter your appearance. I mean, that, that's that's a that's a part of human behavior. I, I totally get it. Like everybody wants to look better. Everybody wants to alter their physical appearance. I have I a know. philosophical question for you, Tim. Oh, I love okay, it. Okay, so it. let's say theoretically that all the men on the planet no longer existed. Right? It was a solely female planet. I know this doesn't make sense, but just accept it for this brain exercise. Okay, it would work. So let's say on this solely female planet, do you think there would still be cosmetic industries? Yes. Go Probably. on. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think it's necessarily about women trying to appeal to men. I think that women have to appeal to other women as well, and men have to appeal to other men. They just have to they do it based on different standards. Okay. Uh we we had a uh an episode Actually, one of our one of our first episodes in which we discussed uh, male body image, uh, and a large part of that was because we didn't feel qualified to discuss female body image True. for obvious reasons. Wait, what do you mean <laughs> you you don't you don't think I'm qualified? <laughs> Why do you say I, that, Tim? <laughs> I know how to judge a female's appearance. <laughs> Zing. That's a, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> End of conversation. Of, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. Like, do do you think that there would there would still be cosmetics in a world that was solely feminine? So I don't think I can speak on the subject, uh, except for that I was listening to either a podcast or some other informational hoopla that was basically saying that in so in female prisons, uh, yeah. apparently there's this phenomenon that happens where uh, female prisoners will sleep with male guards in order to acquire makeup so not the other way around they're not putting on makeup in order to fuck dudes they're fucking dudes in order to get access to makeup so based on this one anecdote to me it would seem that even in uh, air quotes all female societies such as this very specific instance of a all-female prison women still want makeup even if there's no air quotes men to appeal to so just based yeah. on that one story, I would say yes, but I have no other factors to go off of. Well, yeah, I think it probably makes a big difference. Then. I mean, yeah, people just want to change the way that they look. Yeah. Maybe the that feeling of control, the sovereignty that you have over your body mm-hmm. feels good. I, I totally get that. I totally understand it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, what, what the fuck? How did we get off on that tangent? You're talking about fish... 
We're talking about gay fish, and we up on makeup. Oh, oh yeah, cosmetics. cosmetics. The cosmetic industry. It was it was a yeah, a byproduct of of producing these cosmetics yes, that made the are, fish gay. PCs, yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, they also produce consumer items like deodorants, cleansers, um, and of course medicines from the pharmaceutical companies. Yes. Uh, you really can't do without those kinds of things. And unfortunately it's affecting areas of the world in which, uh, uh Americans can freely turn a blind eye if they like. I mean, this is, uh, this is a, a Singapore, uh, news website that we're getting this from. Okay. So, I mean, this is w- far outside of the scope of what the average American is going to consume as far as international news is concerned. Yes. Um, that's unfortunate. Uh, I, I think that that's probably this, the standard, uh, whenever you hear about some kind of, uh, you know, terrible atrocity that's happening, in, especially in a biological sense. Like all of these people are getting cancer. All of these people are dying from radiation poisoning. It's like it's almost always like some secluded, far out, in all likelihood underdeveloped area that has to put up with the brunt of these terrible things. Um, or Flint, Michigan, maybe, but you know that's a side story. Or Michigan, yeah. <laughs> Michigan. Well, Michigan is quickly becoming a wasteland, <laughs> so then there's that. Um, God, yeah, they, they're having a tough time too. And, and there are places like this in the United States, but you're never going to hear about fish being turned gay in the, in like Central California uh, or, or or that effect. I don't uh, know. Yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong, listeners. I'm, I'm probably putting my foot in my mouth as we speak. <laughs> so just uh, feel free to correct me. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you where you can find us to correct us later. We <laughs> deregulate enough and allow us to put enough shit in the water. For all we know, we could have fucking gay fish in the Ohio River. I've seen that shit. It's nasty. It tells you yeah. specifically not to go fishing in it and not to put your body in it. Don't trust water that has a big red circle with a line through it that says don't swim in that water that's a red flag right there there are fish born with opposite reproductive organs such as male oh, yeah. fish with organs and vice versa that falls into the transex- transsexual fish portion they're saying that there's what? not only gay fish but transsexual fish and they claim that the sex changes in the fish and shellfish are due to active ingredients used in the production of family planning pills Apparently. What? What, 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 what? How are they getting into the fish? Oh, God. Because they're just going in the water, obviously. I guess so. Jesus. Oh, man. And there's that bit about microplastics. This is terrible. I'm destroying our planet so quickly. Yes. Uh, um, I was listening to NPR today, and Sorry. I heard a little. Yeah, I heard a little tidbit. Uh, about uh, the global warming issue. Yeah. 15% of global warming is produced by United States. Makes sense. And even if, even if we were to slow down, uh, like say we were to enact the, the Green Deal. Yeah. Uh, and everything was to take effect just as it was planned. Yeah. 
we would still not be able to slow global warming to the necessary level. Exactly. It has to still destroy the planet right. in, in, in quick scale. It has to be a global effort to do it. But at the same time, the same excuses of why we don't do things like the Green Deal is that exact yeah. argument, that logic of, oh, well, we're only 15%, so we should just put our fucking foot on the pedal full blast and blow as much shit in the atmosphere as, as we want because we want to be competitive, right? And so right. everyone else can use that same circular logic and be like, well, we're, I mean, no other country is any more than, you know, 10, 15%. So each other country can use that same logic, be like, well, we're only 10%, so we can keep putting our, our foot to the metal and go as hard as we can. And then no one changes anything. Yeah. Uh, when, when the draw of money is so strong <laughs> or, or the draw of power at that point, it's not even about the individual dollar. It's just about like market shares and being able to throw your weight around and not having to pay attention to the law. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful. Oh man. Do we have any silver linings about this this story? Silver lining about these gay and transsexual fish. Yeah. Is that? I think they're adding a little bit of diversity to the aquatic ecosystem. There you go. Yeah, they're uh, they're showing us what we could be if we would just let go and 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 I don't know. Huh. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and just like swallow a bunch of. Cosmetic yeah. and pharmaceutical company runoff. We could just embrace whatever identity we get based on uh, water uh, pollutants. You're you're really rolling the dice whenever you consume that much uh, like toxic byproduct. But deal with it, y'all. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be super fun. And if you're lucky, then you just uh, you get you get cancer. You know, right? If you, if you if you get lucky, if you get lucky, is it? Did I say that right? right. I think I might have. My Wait, way a little I, bit. I think you're missing un- a very important un in there. You, you forgot. Okay, unimportant. That's it. Unimportant. Uh, unimportant. I Wait, actually. No, I thought uh, I meant unlucky. There's a there's a fact about cancer. Uh, it affects owners of French bulldogs much more harshly than. Uh, than any other person. Oh, really? Did you know? Oh, really? Where'd, where'd you learn that? Yeah, I read this little story about this guy, and he, he had cancer for eight years. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, go on, go on, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm following. Stuart, Stuart Hutchinson okay. is this guy's name, and he was, he was, he was pretty nice, he was like a pretty nice okay, dude. Yeah, 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 and he's yeah. got a little French bulldog, super I, lo- I like cute. French bulldogs, they're pretty cute. Yeah, this guy is 25 years old. Okay. And he dies. Go on. From cancer. The cancer had spread to his brain, yep. it was in his bones, uh-huh. it was in his pelvis. Uh-huh. It killed him. Yeah. And then, and then, 15 minutes later, his dog dies. I mean, <laughs> Bulldog Nero dies 15 minutes later. So is that. A happier. Does that make the story happier or more sad, right? Like the bulldog. Doesn't have to go on living without its master. Like, does that does that make the story better or yeah. worse? 
Uh, well, okay, so there's a couple of different ways that you could look at it. Uh, one, Dog loved them so much and they were like soul bonded and shit that, you know, they died together because they couldn't bear with to be without each other. Okay. That's, that's totally happy. On another side. Is that happy? Maybe. Maybe. I think it is. I think it is. Because there's like, there's a bond, right? You're focused on the love aspect. But like, okay, okay, let's flip the script here. Because I, I feel yeah. like people misassociate this weird happiness with dogs dying when they're underside. Okay, let, let's say, so I have a dog, <laughs> right? Right, Tim? You following me? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, let's say you have right, a dog. I, I have a dog. Yeah, and dog. I love this dog, right? You love your dog. Yeah, I love this dog. <laughs> <laughs> you see where this story's going? <laughs> okay. And I love this dog. But, you know, dogs don't live very long. Dogs live like 10, 15 years max, right? Oh, and, yeah. and, and this dog that I love specifically right now is probably five, six years old. So let's say this dog has a nice, happy, long life, 15 years. So nine years from now, this dog dies. If I was so fucking heartbroken that I died over this dead dog at the <laughs> age of 36, would you consider that a fucking happy story, Tim? No, no, man, it's not equivalent. Yeah, how's that not equivalent? You're a hoo, Why man. is it okay that the dog fucking dies and it's not okay that I die? Because dogs are like flat characters in this world in which we That's live. That's fucking bullshit. They're the pure embodiment of love. Your man. story's bullshit. Yeah, it totally is bullshit. It's very sad. I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, you know, this, uh, this guy had picked up the one form of communicable cancer and gave it to his dog. And his dog is just <laughs> like, had this like metastasizing, terrible growth in its brain that was just like steadily killing it at the same speed that it was killing his owner. They just died together at the same time. And, and that's how you write a, a Hallmark movie, everyone. There you go. Yeah. What's that thing You're on welcome. its head? Cancer? It's like, no, that's just how French Bulldog's heads look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. Hey, uh, on another sad note, uh, French Bulldogs and just Bulldogs in general are bred to die in a myriad of painful go ways. Go yourself. Like, their whole Fake existence is, is just, like, Fuck you. torturous. Right. Why the hell would Shut anybody the fuck get up. a pug? Like, a pug. Why would God they get a pug? Damn you, Tim. <laughs> Jimmy loves pugs, everybody. <laughs> he fucking loves them. Pugs are He's... superior to all other dogs, and that's why they are shown in the Men in Black movie... Because they are the only dogs intelligent enough to comprehend and deal with extraterrestrial beings, that being the aliens shown in the Men in Black movie. So you can go fuck they yourself. They look like fucking aliens. They look like fucking Maybe aliens. They you are. see how their eyes stick out from the side of their head? I got a story. I got a story about this. So, knew this guy. He lives in Ohio currently, and he has two little pugs. He came home one day, and he was opening his door, and he went inside, and there was blood everywhere. There were just, like, streaks of blood all over his carpet, you know, around his house, all over the place. I don't like this story. Oh, yeah. It's going to get gross, y'all. And so, yeah, he could turn it off now. It's going to get worse. (laughs) So this guy starts, like, looking around, like, following the blood tracks, and he's flipping shit because he knows the only thing at home 
is these two little pugs. So he sees no. the one pug, one pug totally fine, you know, just like looking at him like, I don't know where all this blood's coming from, man, but it's freaking me out. So he keeps on looking only to find his other dog was running around the house and caught his fucking eye on a couch. This little couch, edge of a couch is like a hard kind of leg thing. Caught its eye on that and ripped its fucking eyeball out of its head. Its eye was dangling out of its socket. That's horrible. Yes. And it was bleeding profusely. Oh, God. So... On the on the flip side, on the positive side, right? He's flipping out. He's he goes to the he goes to the vet or the hospital or wherever you take fucking dogs with their eyes out of their head, and they pop that sucker back into its head. The dog can still see. Dog's still alive. Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. If anything, I, I would call that a superpower. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can pop your eyeballs out of your head and pop them back in and be perfectly fine. I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, it's the only episode of uh, Guinness World Records that I remember ever seeing. Like, who can pop their elbows far? Their elbows. Who can pop their eyeballs farthest out of their brain? Oh, that'd be the pub, <laughs> obviously. No questions. No, these are humans. These are humans doing this. The fuck. Um, Fuck yeah! It was a weird episode. I, they, they, it was more like Ripley's Believe It or Not than it Jesus. was Guinness Records. It was weird. I don't know. It's, it's an odd existence growing up in the nineties. So Stuart Hutchinson, <laughs> Stuart Hutchinson, who died from yeah. after an eight-year battle with brain cancer, yeah. and then lost his closest and dearest friend, a French bulldog. 15 yeah. minutes after. Oh, what else can we say about the story? Or is it, in fact, time for one of our signature Cynic Empowerment Silver Linings? Hmm. Wait. As, uh, uh, before we move on to the Silver Linings, it was a rupture in Nero's spine that killed the dog. What? Did you read that part? You read that part? Nero is the name of the dog. Nero is the name of the dog, and there was a rupture in its spine that fucking killed it. Yuck. They, I don't in know fact, what that means. It, it seems as it seems as though like they noticed the dog was ill, and they took the dog to go get like so like the owner was aware of the fact. Oh no no no! It was the, on the day Hutchinson died. Okay, so Hutchinson died, yes. and then, obviously it was 15 minutes later. It was the same fucking day. Unless it was midnight, it wouldn't be a different day, Tim. Well, okay, so it's more it's more sad if Hutchinson knows the dog dies, right? Or how would knows how that it's would in- Hutchinson wait? Okay, 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 okay. Not that it knows it dies, that it knows it's in pain, that it knows that it that it has to like go to the vet. And be treated for a ruptured spine. It's important. Is it? Uh, it could be argued as such. I mean, like, it, it definitely, like, it pops up a few more points on the on the sadness scale. You know, cynic empowerment patented sadness scale. You, you're familiar with that oh, one? Uh, what, what's the scale? 
let's see. Number one would be a baby's joyous laughter. So that's and, not uh, sad. Let's see. Ten would be this story. Have to listen to Alex Jones talk about transvestites. That's the most and sad. That would be probably the most sad. Yeah. Uh, which I would highly encourage everybody to look up. That shit is great. <laughs> yeah, fucking. What, what would you be your ten? I don't know if we'd ever even discuss this. This is a this is an important subject for us to never have discussed, Jimmy. What's your what's your ten on the sadness scale, man? I'm trying to think back on all the stories we've discussed up until this point. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, yearning like a. Uh, International disappointment would probably be pretty sad. What the fuck does that even mean? That's like no, so non-specific. Uh, so like becoming like a Hitler-esque character, like in which like everybody is just like so fucking just disgusted at your name, like you can't even. I mean, that's pretty sad. That's pretty fucking sad. Uh, I feel like that's ambiguous and weak sauce. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, touche, touche. I didn't really think it through. This is hard. How about your entire family dies? Do we? While they're cheating on you. While they're cheating on you. And committing murder. I'm trying to think of, like, specific stories we've already discussed. I'm like, we got, like, a scale of, like, what's the most sad. I mean, the, the one that's coming to mind right now is the Indian girl whose parents wouldn't donate her a kidney because she was a girl. Like, for whatever reason to me, that, that's the one that's that's reaching out the furthest right now in my brain of, like, sadness. Like, to be that girl, right? Uh, yeah. To be not only dying, but have parents that are unwilling to... that have the means to keep you from dying, but are unwilling to prevent it. That's way up there. Um, Being punished for not doing anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. Yeah, those are the ones that fuck me up the most, I think. That doth blow. The other one that fucks me up the most, I think, is like when people try to do right and it turns out horribly, horribly wrong. But I don't feel like... <laughs> I can't think of any of those we've covered recently. Uh, where Oh, where people try to do something right and, and just it just goes them. horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. I, I don't think oh. we've done any of those very recently. Oh, well, I mean, we'll talk about Florida Man pretty soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, what is the silver lining for our current story? That Nero does not have to live in a world without his beloved owner. I, yeah. 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 Like I guess, that. man. That no longer has to be worried about jerking his eyeballs out on a random. Nero's not couch. even a pug. Go fuck yourself. They have eyeballs that stick out. I don't too. care. Don't bring okay. pugs into this. Fine, I'll do it. What about you? Do you have any silver linings for this one? Yeah. I guess that Stuart Hutchinson doesn't have to live in pain anymore. I mean, brain cancer is no joke. Fuck, it sucks. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's better off dead, yeah. but, you know. Brain, brain cancer is not... Usually, I wouldn't classify brain cancer as a silver lining, but I see what you did there, Jimmy. <laughs> hey. Jeez. Okay, so it's like death is better than brain cancer? Is that what you're saying? 
guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's a tough call. <laughs> uh, the undefeatable uh, versions of brain cancer that is. Yeah, the yeah, the malignant type, the type that's not going anywhere. Um, and apparently, this this is the type that's spread all over the place as well. You want to know what else so, spreads? Uh, fire! Oh, 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 oh. It's burning down the house of Brazilians. Yes. So we're house talking of Brazilians? The Amazon. <laughs> we're talking about the Amazon forest, y'all. And it is fucking burning down. It's burning uh, in such a high quantity that you can see this shit from space. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's so amazing. Um, so we have found that earlier this month, Amazonas has declared a state of emergency over the rising number of forest fires. So we need to be concerned about this continually spreading. Uh, this, is coming on the tail coat of a lot of forest fires that uh, California recently experienced. Yeah. Uh, and I would assume it's, it's still experiencing to some degree. Uh, it's almost like this This is something that's going to pop up more and more often as our climate continues to change. Uh, and who would have thought, out of all of the natural disasters that could occur – Forest fires being more common due to global warming would be one of them. <laughs> Who knew? Hotter planet, How, more fires? I, I see no correlation. I don't understand. Don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how you could have one with the other. It makes no sense. It's contradictory to what I would have believed before. I would have assumed that a hotter planet would have led to less forest fires, honestly, if you think about it. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, in fact, in this article alone, it says that uh, NASA released satellite images showing the patchwork of fires and smoke in Brazil, citing the Global Fire Emissions Database, mm. and uh, that fire levels are slightly below the average oh, really? compared to the last 15 years. Last 15 years. Okay, well, you know, no problem here, nothing to see. Let's just uh, wipe off our hands, and uh, we don't even have a story. Yeah, well, they're much they're much higher in some states. Amazon is being one of them, uh, and I, w- I would think you could possibly argue that California might also be one of them. Um, but it's difficult to know because you know these these wildfires. I, d- I don't know if you could. At, at what point do you have uh, the the metaphysical transfer from a fire that is managed and large? Versus one that is a roaring forest fire, you know, a wildfire. Uh, beats me. I I really don't know. Uh, well, I think that this would probably give you a different data set depending on how you're you're measuring that. Right. Uh, if the uh, if the fire was a certain size, if it had a, a certain square mile square mileage coverage, or you know what have you, uh, you know maybe. You'd, Maybe you could even say that in the last 15 years, our technology for combating fires has gotten much better. 
Uh, so you could assume that fires are going to be less likely as a result of our more efficient techniques to combat them. Oh, I get what you're saying, that if we're better at combating them, then they won't even go on to the database of bad fires because we kill them before they become wildfires. Right, but we're still experiencing fires on occasion that, like the one in Amazonas that is able to be seen from fucking space. Right. <laughs> which is extra sad because I've many times have heard that the Amazon rainforests are the air quotes, lungs of the world producing a large percentage of the oxygen that we human beings breathe on a regular basis in order to remain living. So, oh, and it's even more disgusting because with the uh, not uh, fairly recent election of Bolsonaro, who's opened a lot of the Amazon to deforestation for ranching purposes. It's uh, double fucked. It's like, hey, let's uh, open up this beautiful, majestic forest to ranching, and then on the other side of it also have raging wildfires. It's like, yay! What more could you want? Kind of... I don't know. I guess uh, a, a couple more bucks in to line your pocket if you're Bolsonaro. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Look, these these forests are clearing themselves. Throw some cattle yeah. on there. You, you have a, a line of skeevy lumber magnates that are waiting at your door uh, just praying that you're going to open up the Amazon to be dis- deforested, and finally this goes like, oh yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take bitters. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, well, let's go for it. Why this, is, this is literally money just being wasted by not being chopped the fuck down. Yeah. Oh, those, look at those. They're literally the dollar sign trees. Why wouldn't you chop them down? <laughs> they just have little dollars flapping in the wind. They're worth so many dollars. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any uh, silver linings for this one, Jimmy? This is a hard episode, man. Yeah, well, like, it really is. like usually, I, I don't. I, I feel like I can think of something. I can think of something uh-huh. that's at least like a positive outcome of it. Uh, how about the fact that we could regularly take pictures in space? Oh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. We can take pictures in space. Neat. Technology and stuff. That's a silver lining, right? Actually, that's a, that's definitely an anti-silver lining for, uh, that's, that's a great cloud. That's a great cloud in other episodes. Yeah, because if you get pictures of that shit, God it, knows what else well, you can take it's, pictures It's also of. literally a gray cloud because the smoke produces a cloud. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to see fucking shit the because there's a big-ass gray cloud of smoke. You kind of, you know, in a literal sense, well, you, can't, yeah. you can't see anything. It's pretty hard. Uh, how about extra shade for the people of Amazonas? Mm-hmm. Extra shade. Pretty nice. Uh, Pretty nice. You got you got so much smoke that you got shade. Take this one on us, guys. Just uh, you know, chill out and uh, enjoy the lack of sun raining down on you. Yeah, only you can prevent forest fires. Except it's a Brazil-appropriate animal. Are bears in Brazil? They have sun bears. Where do sun bears live? 
thought there was some, they're either Asian or South American. I don't know which. Sun bears are super cute. Let's let's let's, let's go let's with sun bear. The sun bear mascot. Lovely little sun bears with cute little faces. Being like, you can you can put it for as far as if you really want. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what? You can do anything you want. You can do anything you want, Jimmy, if you find a forum that has the fetish you're looking for. You know what I mean? But what if I just want to stay home and play video games and uh, be able to live off that? Is there a forum for that? Oh, hell yeah. Those forums are all over the place. But in order to get to those forums, first you have to go through the castration fetish forum. Why? Why is that a requirement? <laughs> it's, it's a gauntlet. Everybody <laughs> wants to go to the video game, make make money off video game forums, but nobody wants to go to the castration forums. So you have to like balance it out. Why? Right? You gotta make sure everybody gets their share. I don't but I don't want to. Why do these forums even exist? You got to, you know, you got to make sure everybody gets their fair shot. It's, it's actually, you know about Kentucky state law, man. This recently came through. This was down the pipeline. Was it? You know, yeah. If somebody wants to exhibit their views in a public university, you know, then you fucking, you got to allow them to do that. You know, they get fair time. So like if, one person's like, I like video games, and the other person's like, I want to castrate a bunch of fuckers. You got to give them the same amount of time, dude. I don't like it. <laughs> it's how it's how the world ought to work, Jimmy. You just got to make sure that everybody that wants to do all the castrating gets the same amount of time as the people who don't want to do the castrate. Seems like an awful system. Uh, it's pretty terrible, but some people think it's a good idea because it justifies racist values. Wait, what? 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 What, <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll let you guys look that up if you like. <laughs> but we are talking about... Gary. We're talking about a guy named Gary. Gary Van... Ricewick? Ricewick? Ricewick. Gary Van Ricewick. Yeah, 74 years old. He, yeah. he sounds like Gary Van Ricewick. I don't know. He, he sounds like a, a fancy lad from the early 1700s. Oh, my God. So I'm reading some of the quotes in the story. The one that they start the article out with. Do you read this shit? No. Okay, so Highland County Sheriff Department said in a statement, this one's a little dot, 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 let's just say sensitive. You could even say it's kind of nuts. <laughs> in reference to a potched castration surgery? Jesus. It's kind of nuts. Dude, this is like the next fucking uh, Carlos Mencias. What the fuck is this guy's name? Kind of nuts. This guy was a baller. This is like a baller? Jesus Christ, Tim. <laughs> what the fuck? I was thinking like uh, your next nightclub comedian, but sure, baller. Yeah. Go for it. Fucking baller. 
deputy went to a home just before midnight on August 18th, checking on an aborted 911 call in Sebring, about 90 miles southeast of Tampa. Door was answered by none other than Gary Riswick. And he told the deputies that he had just performed a castration. That's wonderful. I, did he? You think he just did it like deadpan? Like, like they knocked on the door and they're like, "Hi, sir. Uh, we heard that there was a, a phone call, but you know, it was it wasn't completed. Is everything all right?" And he's like, "I've just completed a castration." Yeah. They're like, uh, "Excuse me, can you run that by me one more time?" Yeah, I don't get that. That sounds kind of nuts to me, man. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh shit they they were searching around and they found the container that had the fucking nuts yeah in it. or as, as this <laughs> article says two body parts that had recently been much closer to the victim like who's who's the comedic writer that wrote testicles. this article testicles it, it, two body yeah. parts i mean like they don't automatically not become balls whenever you know you know no no now they're body parts their body parts. But, but, and make sure to say specifically that had air quotes recently been much closer to the victim. Yes, that's how removing body parts <laughs> work. When they were when they were like physically attached, they were closer than when they were physically removed. That's that's how yep, that's how that's, it works. That's how proximity to things works. Yeah. Holy God. Oh, yeah. Victim is in stable condition. That's amazing. Do you All think right. he's happy with his decision? Uh, I'd say he's probably second guessing himself just what the a tad. Fuck? Uh, or, or I don't know if we could actually say that anymore. I, I would say he's probably second guessing itself. Uh, not to say that uh, eunuchs are not necessarily men, but they're definitely two balls less than. <laughs> Did you read the last <laughs> sentence of the article? <laughs> This fucking, uh, this fucking nightclub comedian sheriff, this was the last thing he had to say. Van Ricewick had dropped the ball on this one. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I fucking hate NBC uh, News, but this is like the most well-written article I've ever read written by them. Um, All thanks to this I, nightclub comedian sheriff that they interviewed for this that couldn't stop making ball jokes. That's ridiculous. So he was he was booked on suspicion of a felony, practicing medicine without a license, resulting in bodily injury, which is what he got. This, isn't that weird? Why is that? How is that weird? That that, that would appear well, to be what he did. Like, what's wrong? Well. Practicing medicine, right? Do you think he's practicing medicine there? Um, I, I think I believe that surgery is considered a form of medicine, and uh, when you're chopping off limbs, I think you could argue that that is indeed medicine. That's medicine. <laughs> oh man, uh, bond was set at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That sounds about right. Cash bonds are fucking stop. Trash. Okay told the victim he's performed castration on animals and even removed one of his own testicles. Whoa! What the fuck? What is up with this guy's obsession with chopping balls off? I don't off? know, man. I don't know. I just, like, imagine him, like, walking into uh, an animal rescue place 
and just leaving with like two armfuls filled of animals. Like, what are you doing with those twelve dogs? Like, nothing. <laughs> I'm neutering them like a responsible person that listens to Bob Barker does. Like, you, 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 you do realize you have to pay us fifty dollars per dog to neuter them before you leave because we're we're, we're hey. a responsible pet rescue, and you have the to price right, you have right. to pay for it in order price in order right. to leave. With those dogs that haven't been neutered yet. Yeah. Goddamn right. Prices are right. He's like, no, 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 no. How about this? I'll neuter these dogs for free, and I leave with the dogs for free. And? <laughs> you drive a hard bargain, Riswig. We really need to get rid of these dogs. Deal. Oh, man. So, when you perform a castration, uh... Do you chop the dick off, no. too? It's just yes. the balls. That's why there's all these fucking shitty ball and nut jokes. Okay, so when you make someone into a eunuch, per se, yes. is that only balls? Traditionally, yes. But, I mean, I think in some cases they would lop that dick off. But if you don't... They lop the dick off? I think in some... I think it depends on who's performing the 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 uniqueness, but traditionally, I think <laughs> I think it's just lopping off the balls, and that's why eunuchs have the high voices. Yep, that's it. So uh, I think even they would do it to choir boys back in the day, even in like Europe and stuff like that. So that way, because you know, women weren't allowed to sing because that would put the devil in them or something. And, Taint all the <laughs> chorus rooms with their their nasty devil-filled, bloody woman voices. Yep. But so in, instead right. of having women singing in public, because that's nasty, what you got to do is lop off the balls on some boys, which is not nasty somehow, and just have them singing in public because that's how society works. I mean, as long as they don't consent to it, right? You just fucking just do exactly. it. Exactly. They won't even know the difference. Yeah, or you like trick them in, like, hey, hey, fellas, hey, fellas, have you guys ever, have you guys ever put your balls on a butcher's block before? Like, no. <laughs> just like look up here, look at, look at me do it. Isn't look at it this. fun? Look how like, much fun look. we're having. There's gonna be meat up here and stuff. Like people's, people's meat are gonna touch it, and then it's like they're licking your balls. You know, like it's kind of like yeah. that. Look, put it up there. Bet, bet you ten bucks you won't put your balls on this butcher block. Yeah, put your, put your balls up here. You know. Put your balls where your Every, mouth are. Everybody's something. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to be cool like me? I'm yeah, come on. Block and balls. Too... They fucking chop that balls off. Oh, jeez. What's the silver lining to, to castration? This is, the, this is the most <laughs> awful of episodes to answer that question to. It's pretty uh, bad. Silver lining, uh, the guy that that uh, got his uh, somebody got free surgery out of that deal. That's all. So, I'm saying. Uh, I don't want to make judgment calls. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Right? We're we're not about <laughs> yucking people's yums here on Cynic Empowerment. But I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that if you're the kind of person that goes on uh, eunuch kink forums. Because that's what gets you off. Uh, you probably don't deserve to reproduce with the rest of the human race. 
So the fact that you no longer have your balls probably did a service to whatever lineage that you might yeah. have created. You got, yeah, you uh, you got what you wanted. You, uh, you physically it's... separated yourself from the gene pool, and thank yeah. you. Oh, fuck. That's a, that's a literal silver lining. I mean, this kind of reminds me of the Armin Mayway story, uh, in which, like, you know, the guy put out an ad to uh, eat somebody, and somebody answered oh, yeah. it. Like, People, you get what you want. Like, if you work towards something and you want to get your balls fucking chopped off, all you need to do is find somebody who's willing to do it. And this guy was willing to do it. Now all we need to do is hope that someone steals Gary Van Rizwick's remaining one ball. So that way he'll have no <laughs> chance with uniting his genes yeah, with the like, gene pool. And he, he's only he's only going to be here for a short while longer, you know. Like I'm I'm saying max yeah, ten he's, years. He's seventy four so, years old, so yeah. that clock's Get ticking. On it. That's right. That clock's ticking. Go take his ball, his uni ball, <laughs> one ball. I've heard of I've heard so, of the unibomber, but I've never heard of the uni baller. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, you know what? I wonder when they if they answered the door. They already had their guns drawn. Do you think it would have been justified if they had pointed their gun at him? I mean, they saw blood, right? right? Uh, uh, yes, maybe. I don't know. So you whip that fucking gun Absolutely. out. You whip that fucking gun out and you point it at him. Right? Uh, if, if there's anything that I've learned from the Phoenix police, yes, that is uh, the appropriate thing to do. So that fucking do, especially four year old girls. Because you never know what a four-year-old girl is going to do. That's right. So, yeah, so you've got to keep your gun on them just in case they try to pull, like, a sawed-off shotgun out of their pants or so something. So you all that uh, listen to the show on a regular basis, uh, remember our not-too-recent uh, episode where we talked about the Phoenix police pulling a gun on a four-year-old girl for stealing a doll from a Dollar General. And we don't usually yeah. have closure to any of our stories, but in this case we do because the Phoenix police, according to this article, must now document each time they point their gun at someone, specifically because of that story with the lawsuit uh, of that family that they raised against the Phoenix Police Department for the way they handled that situation. Uh, that's that's progress right there. That's that's. That's pretty sweet. I, I agree with this. Uh, maybe it'll make them think twice about pulling their gun on somebody. Right. Maybe there will be fewer four-year-olds that are traumatized. I've got to do paperwork gun. every time I pull out my gun. Before, I could just whip it out willy-nilly, and I didn't have to do any paperwork. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, keep that shit in your holster, y'all. Uh, there there are repercussions that perhaps would not have been thought about. So hmm, you just need to keep it where it, it's at. It would seem that uh, homework is the greatest deterrence of all time based on this article. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. Uh, yeah, yeah, do you have any stories about I, – I got a good story. Uh, so police officers pulling their guns yeah, out, yeah, right? Uh, on occasion, even when it's totally justified – uh, police officers will miss, yeah. right? If there's a, a busy place, 
you can't always guarantee that even the most trained police officer is not going to put a couple of rounds into something or someone that they did not intend to. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I uh, actually had a – there was a couple of police officers in my hometown. This happened about 2011, I believe okay. it was. Uh, so not too long ago, there was a guy who was having a uh, an altercation with his wife and met her at a car wash that was in, in town. <laughs> and uh, he got all crazy-like and pulled out a gun and acted like he was going to shoot some folks. So the police officers, which happened to be there at the time, <laughs> unlucky for that guy, pull their guns out and start shooting at him. And they shoot him and they kill him, but they also shoot a, a single bullet across the street that goes through the wall of a local business into the neck of that business owner. Jesus. And send him to the hospital. Yeah. So imagine you're just sitting there. This guy was – he was making donuts. <laughs> he, was, he was a donut. <laughs> he was just making fucking God donuts. damn it. <laughs> You know, like, blah, 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 making donuts. Oh, yeah, you got to make sure they're nice and golden brown. Ooh, 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 I love my job. I love fucking making donuts. Blah! You just get shot in the neck. Pulling in my neck. Yeah, ow, 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 Did ow, he ow, live? ow. I'm bleeding profusely. Yeah, he lived. He lived. Wow. Uh, the, yeah. We visited him shortly after, and he had this massive patch on his neck. No, duh. I mean, <laughs> right? like, as shitty as it is that happened... Like, so, so it's like on one hand, he's super unlucky to have that happen to him, but incredibly lucky to have been shot in the goddamn neck and to not have died, right? Oh, it's yeah, because like I feel like there's all kinds of arteries and yeah. in, in your fucking spinal cord. Exactly. And your, it's, like, uh, it's like when something like that happens to you, it's like, am I a lucky person or an unlucky person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still say he probably errs on the unlucky side. <laughs> is this what neutral luck looks like? Yeah, this is absolutely this neutral is luck. neither good nor bad luck. I get shot regularly, but none of them are lethal shots. <laughs> <laughs> is this my superpower? Uh, yeah, that, that would be the worst superpower for sure. <laughs> Super neutral luck <laughs> My life is neither good nor bad. Yeah. So, uh, back to the story. These these fucking police officers, of course, now have to fill out additional paperwork. But who's to say that they're not just going to ignore the fact that they incidentally pull their gun out? I mean, they have to keep each other accountable, or they have to wear uh, they have to wear body cams, right? right? Did you say that they already did? I'm, ass- I thought you I'm assuming that they already have to. I could be wrong. I know uh, many major cities police departments have to. I haven't looked up specifically for the Phoenix Police Department whether or not they have body cams or not. I would assume they do, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, we we of course discussed the the incident that occurred earlier with the uh, four year old who. Uh, took a doll from a store, I believe it yeah. was, uh, you know, something like that, and uh, and the 
police officers that happened to be there at the time. No, no, they weren't. They weren't at the time. They were called by an anonymous bystander that witnessed yeah. the event. So some asshole, <laughs> like, geez, just mind your own fucking business. Like, oh man, it was like that little girl's like stealing a doll from the store, and the store's not going to be able to survive. I'm not saying that theft is okay, but by the same token, like, you obviously caused more harm than you did good by doing that kind of mess. It's like. Mind your own fucking business. Like, if the store owners weren't going to, like, worry about it, then you shouldn't worry about it either. Absolutely. It's like, like, like they're not watching for that kind of shit on a daily basis. Uh, some people take the job way too seriously. You know, I, I will say, like, like, like Walmart, for example, has um, specific security positions within their store in which you have someone who is dressed in plain clothes – Acting as uh, what, what would they call it? Um, a loss prevention yep. officer. Yeah, loss prevention. Uh, watching out for thieves. That's basically what they do. Uh, so next time you go in and try to like, I don't know, rip open a pack of baseball cards and stuff them in your <laughs> pocket, chances are one of these folks is Someone watching to tackle you. Tackle your ass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait until you get out in the parking lot. Um, geez, it's this is reminding me of all kinds of stories. It, also in also in my hometown, there was a guy who chased. Uh, uh, there was a guy who worked in a department store okay. and uh, witnessed somebody who stole something from the store and went out in the parking lot. And the guy followed him out in the parking lot and told him to come back, but then he took off running and he went and tackled him and he like broke some of his ribs or something like that and ended up sending him to the hospital. But the guy sued the store and ended up winning Wait. as a result of the fact that they chased him out into the parking lot and tackled Wait, him. Wait, even the way that he st- – because he stole? Yeah, he, he oh. totally stole. Yeah, it's exactly why the guy followed him out and – or, you know, yeah, he was shoplifting. Man, litigation laws are awesome in this country. It's pretty weird. I mean, like, I'm not saying that it justifies – the guy for like tackling him hard enough to break his ribs, but like still, like there ought to be a little bit more leeway. At least that guy should be able to like walk away with like a a, a very minor slap on the wrist. They're like you need to go out to the highway and pick up a single piece of trash. It's like okay, well I'll do my community service. Like boom, clean. I like it. <laughs> Don't you do it again? But do it again. You can't. <laughs> 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 One more time. Yeah, the judge is like out there watching him pick up trash, and he's like, "Oh look, I threw a twenty dollar bill on the ground. I'd say that constitutes trash. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> Why don't you put that in your pocket?" <laughs> nice. Oh jeez. Well, anyways, I guess it's about that time, huh, Jimmy? Yes, it is. Do we want to come up with a silver lining for these? Well, the I mean, obviously, this is a happy story. This is a recap of something that, you know, obviously it's good that hopefully the Phoenix police will be more accountable now that they have to report every time they pull out a gun on somebody. Yeah. We can only hope. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome when we get a story that's a silver lining in and of yeah. itself. It's a follow-up to a previous very sad situation. Absolutely. So pretty cool. Hell yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, hell yeah. What's, what's what's making you sad, Jimmy? 
So I wouldn't say this is making me sad. Yeah, so our good friend Trumpy Boy is visiting my city. <laughs> oh, sweet. What's he going to uh, do? I, I mean, I'm guessing he's going to go speak. Uh, it's, so I work downtown. And so the happy thing is that I get to work from home tomorrow because he's visiting. Okay. Uh, and there's going to be really bad traffic and like all the parking garages and stuff are going to be closed because we got to defend Trumpy Boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I'm kind of sad that I'm not going to be downtown because I'm going to miss all the chaos that is going to be ensuing of all the people there, either A, protesting or being hardcore Trumpy Boy fans. I, I kind of, like, I'm a little bit sad I'm going to miss it. I kind of, I, a part of me wants to see it, but I'm also just very grateful that I'm not going to be stuck with that horrible, awful traffic. So, kind of up in the air on that one. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that you can work yeah. from home. That, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably the awesome part of that. Uh, but to have to deal with the fact that, you know, an, an obnoxious leader of our country is, is going to shut down your city's infrastructure for a day so that he can come and try to build his base yeah. back up and win the next presidential election is pretty obnoxious. It's true. I'm more, but I'm more sad just like I'm going to miss the chaos. I want to witness it. You know... Come to think of it, it's totally fucked up that presidents can run for two terms at all. Why? Like, because they, they receive, like, such a huge uh, advantage if they're running for a second yeah, term. Yeah, incumbents always have an advantage, no matter what office they're running for. Yeah, so eliminate incumbency. Just only have one-term presidents? Yeah, man. Why would you need more than one anyways? Like, you only do anything as a president if you're a lame duck anyways. I, maybe. I don't know. I haven't made an opinion about this. Not, I don't... You're not, worried about your, you're not worried about your constituency anymore. Like, this is fucking dumb. I got Whatever. Uh, I'm not saying that he's even there to uh, to try to, oh, to campaign no, again. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, he, he probably is. Why else yeah. would he be? <laughs> His job's in D.C., man. <laughs> yeah, that's his. That's his office. <laughs> yep, he just goes there and then uh, vacations in Mar-a-Lago. Those are the two places yeah. that he goes. So boom, 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 and everywhere else is business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, why you said, man? I got something in my eye. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Did you like yeah. this? Did you put something in your eye so you'd have something to be sad about? <laughs> I'm crying. Why are you crying to him? I have something in my eye. Why do you have something in your eye? I put it in there. It's fucking fucking in there because I put <laughs> it in there. Uh, oh God, I don't know. It's fucking in there though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what happened. I think it's so. Got allergies and shit, and uh, it's been like hellaciously hot the last couple of days and today i was i was working in a shop i was doing some like crafty stuff and i'm pretty sure i got something in my eye in there and i didn't take it out so it just is like worked its way into further and further into my eyeball over the course of the evening it's not good jimmy it's it's ultimately going to destroy my sight i know it 
I'm going to have to pluck it out my eyeball like that poor little pug we discussed. Let's think earlier. how much cooler you would be if you had an eye patch on. Oh no, I wouldn't even wear an eye patch. I'd want people to stare in the abyss that was once my eye. I think what you should do is get one of those fake eyes, but like not a very well made one, so it just juggled around inside your eye socket. So it was like it'd be like oh, a no. What do you call those craft art? A googly eye. Be like a googly eye, but like in your head. Yeah. So like when you looked around, it just bounced around. But a googly glass yeah, eye. But it's like always basically looking down because it's affected by gravity. Yeah, I'd have to like shake my head around a lot to make it like jumpy. Be great. Yeah. That'd be fucking yeah, great. Yeah, like not even realistic or anything. It's literally just a white eye with a little bit of black circular plastic in there bouncing around. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's some high oh, quality shit, so man. It'll last an eternity. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, next time we record, I'll probably have one <laughs> of those. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I tell you what, what else I'm excited about? All the places that our audience can get in contact with us. Right. If you all are interested in getting in contact with us, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook and send us a message through there. Or you can tweet at us on Twitter at cynicempowerme1. It would mean a lot to us if you would message us. And we would really appreciate it if you tell your friends about this shit. Because we are spread by word of mouth. That's how it goes. It's that's just the that's the modern way of doing things. Like, fuck the internet. We're not paying for advertising. I don't have commercials on television because that effectively doesn't even exist anymore. Just tell folks about us, and we love you for doing so. Thanks, everybody. You're super cool. And if you do, I hope and pray that you never get your eyeball incidentally caught on a couch and have it plucked from your skull. Excuse me? I'll come back I'll say that again. What? What? No, nothing. Uh, I hope that you don't get cancer. How about that? I hope. I mean, I guess that's nice. Uh, if you really appreciate what? us, you will trend some of these unique forums and get your balls lopped off in our name? Question mark? Can you do that? Can you? Yeah, or you'll start a fire so big that you can see it from space. A fire of love for so us. Use smoke signals. So our form of advertising is going to become from smoke signals that spell out cynic empowerment. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. How do we work in the fish gay thing? <laughs> yeah, if you, whatever. We love, like, a gay fish loves another gay <laughs> fish. <laughs> there is no bond like the bond between one gay fish to another. And that is the bond we share yeah. with you. Unless it's us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we covered them all. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man, I'm going to go, like, clean my eye okay. out. Okay. All right. Take care, Tim. Sorry your eye hurts. That's okay, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll probably just sign okay. off. <laughs> Bye.